Uh, welcome to Dean Bodie Podcast. We are on. First of all, May 15th, 2020. Welcome. Dean Bodie coming at you. Dean and Bodie Show. All right. Hope you're having a good day. We did a um, YouTube video uh, earlier today and talked about the day I brought Bodie home. Wow. This is a topic that gets me super excited because Bodie is the love of my life. The four-legged soulmate that I always needed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but on a serious note, what uh, this animal has done for me is uh, not only priceless, but it's brought so much joy to my life that I've never experienced before, ever. Okay? I get the joy vitamin all the time. The joy vitamin on a daily basis. The joy vitamin multiple times a day. The joy vitamin is much better than the stress and anxiety vitamin. I mean, think about it. The anxiety and the stress and maybe you're with somebody that sucks the life out of you. Huh? Some of you out there can know what I'm talking about. I'd much rather be alone and by myself than with somebody that sucks the life out of me. My point is having that on a daily basis will suck the years right out of your life. You're going to get older faster. You're going to get sick and you're going to die sooner. All right? The end. But joy, the joy vitamin on a daily basis is good for the immune system. It's good for your well-being. And talk, that's adding years to your life. Quality, happy years. And those of you that have found your soulmate, a two-legged, well, congratulations, because it's out there. It's rare, but it's out there. And um, I'm ha very happy for you if that's uh, what you have. But Bodhi has just been unbelievable. It's, um, over five years now, June 4th, she'll be home for five years. By far, not only the longest relationship I've ever had, but the happiest and most fulfilling one. Really unbelievable what it's done for me. So I was uh, in a really bad place for a while, you know, depression, anxiety. I've been battling that up and down my whole life. And it just came to a head. And I came home, you know, I was drinking too much and going out and socializing, trying to find some kind of connection. It just wasn't happening, wasn't working. I feel like I've been on this roller coaster ride most of my life and woke up hungover, really, really, really depressed. And I said to myself, I'm not coming back home today without a dog. I just made up my mind. I'm like, if I don't fix this and find something else that's going to replace that kind of endorphin rush, I guess you want to call it, you know, whether it's the gym, which I've, I've been a gym rat my whole life, but I needed something else um, to fulfill me, you know, and I really felt the void there. So I left, went to one... Um, shelter facility they were happened to be closed they were just closing when i got there um and it was a perfect opportunity to turn around and go ah, it wasn't meant to be you know uh, we'll do it some other time you know as it's, it's so easy to do stuff like that and as we do 
that same kind of we have that same kind of attitude with other things in our life. But as I Googled and found another place that was kind of way out of the way, but I'm like, I'm going anyway. And I went there with the mindset of I want to find something exotic, um, something different that's just going to bring a, a whole new vibe to my life, you know. Um, I've had a boxer before and a couple mixed, you know, mutts kind of dogs and all of them great. Don't get me wrong. And I love so many kinds. But I walked by this cage and I walked first. I walked by a few of them. There was the shepherd, the German shepherd, and there was a boxer and some of the common ones that, you know, you know, uh, the sh- the Shih Tzu and there's the, the Yorkies and, you know, the poodle and all of a sudden, I come across this cage. It was like right in the middle. Two little white fluffy fur balls. And I see the word Shiba Inu on there. I'm like, what is that? I mean, I just was totally floored. I, I couldn't go any further. And I got the attendant that was working there. And I'm like, can I please see both of these? <laughs> and they take you to an area where you get to play with the dogs. And obviously you want to, which one's going to give me the most attention? Which one's going to give me the most love? And that's the one that's coming home with me. One of those was coming home with me. Um, let me tell you, it was hard not to get both. But after I did... Um, get the one dog and I leave there with all the supplies and the vitamins and the the food and the doggy cage and the little bed and man you come out of there like you know everything from A to Z I was not going to not have something to show uh, this little puppy as much love as I could because I was I was super excited so I bring home and I tell them put the other one uh, they were twin sisters, and they're the white, creamy Shebas. Um, they're not the typical color, more rare, and it was like I was learning about this um, as I was going through it, but the typical, like, more brown and beige or black and beige, like, color patterns, but the white creamies are the more rare. And man, it's just such a beautiful animal, and all of them are, but my favorite is the creamy. So that being said, I said, put the other one on ice, and let me see, maybe, let me sleep on it and see. And I brought home little Bodie, and Bodie pooped all over the apartment, and then some. I'm like, for this little dog, it had about 10 gallons of poop. <laughs> okay, so I said, okay, well, looks like one's going to be enough. So I called them the next day, and I said, you know, you don't have to keep it on ice anymore. And they it found the home, like, lickety split. Um, and, you know... Of course, somebody got that that puppy up super fast, and we'll find her. We'll find her a playmate uh, one of these days. Hopefully, well, sooner than later. But you know, we're we're thinking about it. She's over five years old now. She's so awesome with other dogs. She's been going to the dog parks when she was ten weeks and playing with the big dogs. And, you know, she's got it down. So she 98% of the dogs she gets along with. There's always that 2%. But just like us, right? You don't get along with everybody. When you were in the, in the playground in school, in elementary school, right? You had the people that you liked. You had the ones that you didn't like. You had the ones that you got along with. You had the ones that you didn't get along with. The ones that you would chase around the playground and the ones that would chase you. The ones that you'd fight after school 
and on and on it goes. Same thing with the dogs. They're not going to get along with, with every dog. So, uh, you know, we'll find her a, a sister to bring up and it takes some, uh, some research and we'll find the, where the creamies and who's breeding and whatever. So keep, uh, keep the same. I found my breed, you know. But she's been the most awesome, awesome thing I could ever, ever have. Way exceeded my expectations, you know. Um, from going to the dog park to walking around the neighborhood multiple times a day, getting me out and about. And, you know, you're walking in places you never would go if you didn't have a dog. Let's, let's be honest. I'm not going to go way down the street and go through these other roads and go off the beaten path and, you know, walking through the grassy areas together. And, you know, and on and on it goes where it makes you stop. And smell the flowers a little bit also, which is pretty amazing because Bodhi sometimes just stops and I'm like, I'm walking ahead of her, let's say. And I'm like, come on, you know, let's get going. And she's, look, I'm stopping here. I got some weeds and some flowers here that smell really good. And why don't you just settle down, mister? Take a load off. Smell the roses. And it does wonders for you, man. It's like. You get in a different headspace. You get to take a moment and absorb that present time consciousness. That's so important. We get so caught up with everything in the world on a constant basis. You don't stop and just be present. What's going on right now? Take a deep breath. It's amazing when you just take five minutes. Wow, look at the bird in the tree. You know, wow, look at that lizard that just ran across the wall. And, you know, watching Bodhi smelling the flowers and doing all that stuff that she does as the as the wolf would do. She is closest to the wolf in the bloodline. She, the Akita is the big one. There's one in the middle. She's closest to the wolf. And uh, it makes you um, aware of things and slows you down which is really, really cool because there's a lot going on, even the little things, the birds, the bees, the trees. Check them out once in a while. You know, it's amazing. All of this stuff going on in the universe, it all has, you know, a function. Everything's bouncing off the other thing. And it's an amazing place when you just kind of or give yourself a moment to to uh, to get wrapped up in that for a little bit, and then get back to your normal day to day. But God, you got to clear your head. You got to stop and clean out the cobwebs, so you don't go nutty. Keeps the anxiety down. It's healthy. Less stress, better. More stress, worse. It's just not a complicated formula. So the day I brought Bodie home was an amazing day, you know. And I don't know when we're gonna get the. Uh, Another one that she can bring up a, a sister. I, I love the, having the, the girl dogs. We're getting along great. <laughs> That's where I'm going to go next also. And, you know, it's just really been so special. And oh, not to mention the connection with the vet. The connection with the vet, and I found one that was unbelievable. It was so meant to be. Been around since the 80s. He has an answer for everything. He's seen everything a thousand times over. That's the doctor that you want. Not only with your dog, but in your own life. You don't want the one that just graduated, okay? 
And um, <laughs> as George Carlin, my favorite comedian, uh, God rest his soul, rest in peace, George, he said, you know, by process of elimination, there's the worst doctor in the world. And somebody has an appointment with them tomorrow. <laughs> so think about that for a second. But I found this vet so awesome. And, you know, like in the beginning, she was going through this thing and uh, had a little bit of a from the dog park or whatever. They share water and her immune system is still so speaking of immune systems, how important they are. Dogs, too. Cats, too. Animals, the same. Um, she had a little bit of a, you know, a little wart between her um between her toes there and on her paw and I didn't know what it was and a little bit of a papilloma he saw it he's like ah did a little treatment on it in three weeks it'll be gone and I'm like okay this is when I first started having a relationship with with the doctor he hit it right on the money and he's done that time and time again you know, it's like some people are just so good at what they do. And when I ask him about are you going to re- about retirement and all, he's like, there's no retirement. I mean, you can tell he just loves what he does. And we've been going there. And every time I just know that I'm getting the right advice. And it's really nice when you find um, a veterinarian like that. Just like in your own life, you want to have uh, that right doctor um, and have that same kind of relationship, you know. So, you know, that's the Bodie story. There's a lot more stories that are going to be coming out of the Bodie camp, believe me. But that was like when I brought her home and the whole thing with that and what a journey it's been. And uh, there's so much to say about her and we'll use those up for on some other episodes. But, you know, I wanted to uh, I like to go off to the side a little bit and, and go down to a, another story to where we used to play. Back in the day, we used to play, collect football cards and baseball cards by the ton. You'd go to the 7-Eleven. You'd get all these cards. There's always that gum in there. And you'd fly through them and see which players. And, you know, I got this one. I don't have this one. I got this one. I don't have this one. I'll trade you this for that. Unreal. I, I don't know what I did with mine. But if I had my shoe boxes full of those cards, oh my, I can't imagine what they're worth. It breaks my heart. All the comics. And all of that stuff. I mean, a lot of us can relate to that. It's like, what was I thinking? The old Hot Wheel cars and all that? I was probably sitting on a, who knows what kind of gold mine, you know? <laughs> but c'est la vie, as they say. I mean, it's gone. But these are the things that, you know, you don't want to just let them go, especially things that are in mint condition and still in the package, man. Oh, my gosh. But we used to play these baseball games, right? You take a pencil, like a number two pencil, okay? You roll up a little bit of a ball, paper or a f- aluminum foil. You'd make little bases around the living room. You put different players around the bases. Like, you know, this guy played first base. You put them there. You put them where they're supposed to go. It says on the card what they do. And you would and you put it where the pitcher and the catcher, and you'd make like a little game, a little field. And this game you can play by yourself. And you take your left hand. I'm a righty. So I take my left hand over where the pitcher was with that little ball that I rolled up, throw it to the batter in my right hand, which was a pencil, and you'd hit it. Sometimes you'd miss. That would be a strike. And if you smacked it, you would, uh, and it got by the player, 
then you would make it like he's running to the base and you had the other guy make believe he's throwing him out and you just create these scenarios in your mind how you think it should go. If you hit the ball and it hit one of the cards that you place in the outfield, he's out like the guy caught it. And it was wild. You'd run this guy around the bases and you'd, you'd cheer, <sighs> make like the crowd was cheering and all that stuff. But talk about the fun we used to have. You think about the games the kids play now, you know, it's like night and day. It was a lot more creative back then because you had to be more creative. Uh, I'm not saying it's not creative now. Man, it's more complicated than... If you get me in front of one of these games where you got to pick out 50 costumes, 18 personalities, 70 different... Uh, what do you call it? Um, weapons that they can use and different powers and all. It's too much. I mean, they just... Um, you know, I was going out with somebody some years ago, and she had a couple kids, and he would play 14 hours of this game, pass out, and he couldn't get up for school the next day. But that's what they did, and they would go because he wanted to get to level 16. All his friends are playing. He's got to get to school, and he's got to say he got to level 16. And if, if it was me... Which we all would do. Anyway, you would say you made it to level 16 just so you could be a show-off, whether you made it or not, you know. But, man, it's like, it, it, talk about mentally exhausting. But I guess, in a way, when I did my old style of gaming, pencil, little ball rolled up, hit it, run the bases, make the sounds like the crowd, all of it. I had to do, the, you did the whole thing, man. You got wrapped up in it. And it was fun, though. But it gave you the more of the love for the game. Um, and, and it got you into the Little League sports and all that stuff. It all kind of fit together and brought this excitement with all of that, man. And it was, uh, I tell you, just talk about fun by yourself with stuff like that. Pretty awesome. Bodie is the greatest. And that's one of the things we used to do. It's one of the games I wanted to share with you. And look, Dean, Dean Bodie Podcast, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Dean Bodie YouTube channel, D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I. Type it in, boom, should come up. Until, you know, we got a number coming soon. People are going to be able to call in. And it's going to be fun hearing the questions and sharing those, man. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to get that dialed in. And all the stuff in between, working on a different layout for the website and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, down the road, there'll be some merch, merchandise with the Dean Bodie uh, logo with some T-shirts and some fun stuff. And uh, I got a lot of stuff that we're going to be doing. And um, I can't wait to share all that with you. I hope you're enjoying this and hope we're a little bright, shining light in this uh, um, pandemic-itis we're going through. It's not going to beat us. Keep pushing through it, okay? And stay focused on your things that you got to do. Fill out the right stuff you got to fill out so you get what you need to get to get through this, all right? And don't let it get you all bent out of shape because the world keeps going, right? Um, and, and that's the way it is. So thanks for sharing this time with me. I've been enjoying sharing it with you. And uh, one time for the road, dun, 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 dun. it's a Dean and Bodie show. Have an awesome day. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye now.